If you are a second generation American or a child to an immigrant parent, you are probably very familiar with the concept of what a tiger parent is. It's a parenting style that's characterized through a lot of tough love, discipline, and high expectations. Many of you are likely familiar with the stories. The stories about how life was really hard for your parents in their home country mm -hmm. and their arduous journey to America to give us a better life. And so we better do right by them. So without a further ado, Tiger Parenting. <laughs> Hi, I'm Connie. And I'm Ken. Today we are going to be talking about tiger parenting. Now this is a subject that people often ask us questions about. And it's a huge subject that covers many areas and we will do more episodes covering more specific aspects of this parenting style in the future. But today we want to give you a brief introduction about what it is and where the term tiger parenting comes from. Immigrants often arrive at America with the hope of providing fortune, luck, and opportunities to their children. And the emotional toll of that is really high, and that sacrifice often tears apart the fragile relationships a family may have. So for parents growing up in one culture and moving to another, they may often feel lost and misunderstood by their more westernized children. And for the children, managing the eastern expectations and traditions at home with the western culture they experience around them can be very difficult. One of those traditions is tiger parenting. The word tiger parent was popularized by the book Battle Hymn of the Tiger Mother. Tiger parents often expect you to obey on the first time they ask you to do something. They really expect you to have excellence in everything you endeavor on. And children aren't supposed to talk back to their parents. Love is expressed through pushing the child to excel. Asian mothers don't often express their love through hugs, praise, or affection. No, they don't. Their primary means of expressing is through discipline. It stresses academic and the future financial success of the children. So they assume that the children owe them and expect that their children repay them by being obedient and making them proud. The strict rules and expectations of tiger parenting often strains the relationship between parent and child. And though this is a reflection and expression of love on the parent's half, it often is interpreted by the children as them not being good enough or ironically that their parents don't love them. Right. Good parenting takes a lot of time. Well, the pros are that raising a child this way can lead them to being more productive, motivated, responsible adults. Um, the cons of that are it really does cut back on their social skills. Um, it often leads mm -hmm. to depression, anxiety, and other mental conditions. Right. So authoritarian parents have kids who excel in school, don't get in trouble, and are highly susceptible to depression and anxiety. I wouldn't categorize my mom as sort of a, uh, a full-blown tiger mom. Um, she definitely does sort of follow some of the scripts in the, in the rules of how to be a tiger parent. Which is? Uh, well, a lot of it is like, you need to succeed, do well in school. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of expectation there that I definitely did internalize. Like, I don't want to disappoint them. But that being said, my mom was a lot more communicative than maybe a lot of other Asian American parents might be. Um, I got lucky in that I was able to complain about, you know, school and how like other kids got to buy things and I didn't. The thing that does stick with me to today is sort of the critical nature I kind of have with myself. You know, I always feel like I need to be excelling or doing better 
And even though my mom today tells me like, hey, like, I know you're doing good work, like just keep it up and you'll be okay. That internalized version of the tiger mom mom in my head is just so powerful that it still plagues me. Wow. Well, um, for me, I had a similar situation with my mm -hmm. mom in the sense that she had qualities of a tiger parent and then she also uniquely had qualities that were not tiger parent-like. Yeah. Um, played piano. I think we all were forced to play <laughs> some type of instrument. Yeah. Went to Chinese school. Mm -hmm. There's a strong pride in our family culture of being Chinese, and yeah. I really appreciated that, and the language I really appreciated. Mm -hmm. I think, yes, the high expectations of doing well, getting straight A's, those were immense stressors when I was young. Yeah. And to this day, I do feel like I can always push a little bit more mm -hmm. because I want to meet that potential that I have, the expectations that my parents may have had and now I have for myself. Well, as a parent yourself, do you think you embody a tiger mom? Yes. Yes? Yes, <laughs> I do. What do I you mean, just not, think about that? I think, I, first of all, I think my daughter will think I'm pretty darn liberal, okay. side note. But I think my daughter also thinks that I have a tiger parent in me. Uh -huh. She does go to Chinese school. She does have to learn some type of instrument. Um, I don't think I put some emphasis on academic success. Absolutely. I try not to stress her out, but I do feel that, you know, putting as much work into something equates to the consequences and the results, mm. right? You want better results, better consequences. You got to put more work into it. So, yeah, I guess that makes me a tiger mom. Well, I mean, we did talk about finding a balance, right? right? And you being a therapist, I would imagine that your kids are very familiar of like the different ways you can express love to them. And yes, you're not just a pure, I love you through my discipline kind of parent, are you? No, I'm like, I love you through hugs, mm. my words, and discipline. <laughs> balance, balance. Balance. Yeah. We're not going to have it one way or the other because, no. again, it's sort of like the idea of everything in moderation. Absolutely. Right? Like, I'm glad my mom pushed me to do some things that maybe I wouldn't have. Or, you know, it's kind of a classic one now where the kids get older and like, oh, I wish my mom pushed me harder. Right. right? Absolutely. So, you know, it's we don't want to make this uh, right or wrong, but more of a, a discussion of how do we make this an effective style of parenting that's not just so discipline focused and leads to sort of the uh, mental stress a lot of kids have to deal with. Today's self-care tip. Mm -hmm. So for me, making my bed really gives me a sense of peace and sanctuary. So what I like to do is every morning I get up, I get ready, I make my bed and it just starts off my day right. Um, and then at the end of the day, when I come home, seeing my bed mate, it makes me happy. It brings calm and a sense of like, I succeeded in making through today. <laughs> so I was, I always like making my bed because it feels like I'm treasuring the space I rest in. How about you? Well, I definitely don't like making my bed. No. <laughs> um, I, I prefer it a bit messy. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I come home at the end of the day, here's something that just is comfortable mm -hmm. and I can just jump into. Um, but I do see what you're talking about in terms of taking care of yourself. And for me, it comes in the form of cleaning, mm -hmm. um, not the bed, 
but definitely, you know, other parts of the house, um, the kitchen, sometimes the living room. And the idea is like, I like cleaning it because sometimes when the place is a mess, I feel like a mess in my head mm. too. Right, you I know. Feel ya. So for me, it may, it may sound like a chore to some of you and definitely at times it is for me as well. What makes it sort of self-care is when I do it because I want to yes. and it feels great afterwards. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoy, you know, thinking about how I can reorganize, mm -hmm. you know, what I can throw away. And when I finish and looking out, at a clean apartment, it's almost like I cleaned out all of the nasty emotions in my head. Absolutely. It's just so relaxing. And bring some relief. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, these are kind of strange self-care things possibly, but remember, self-care isn't about any specific tools oftentimes. We can find self-care in the smallest of places. If you have any specific self-care things you like doing, please feel free to comment and share that. Comment below. We'd love to hear about your self-care techniques. Many times there's things that we didn't even think about that oh, you yeah. guys may try and Definitely. you'd be like, oh, that's a great idea. Totally. Love more. Thank you again for joining us at this episode of Crazy yeah. Therapeutic Asians. Nice to have you guys around. Yes, most definitely. Um, if you want to learn more about us, feel free to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Crazy Therapeutic. If you want to check out Kent's site, his site is therapeutichealingpractices.com. And if you want to look at Connie's site, you can find out more about her at healinggenerationscounseling.com. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye.